Good. We'll take your Bible tonight and go to Psalm 146, 45 rather, if you would. Psalm 145, if you stand in honor of God's word, thanks again, uh, young people, for singing tonight and encouraging us. What a great job, by the way, the youth, the teen choir did. I really enjoyed that. And um, uh, hey, listen, don't, don't let the world make you think that you're missing out. Don't, let the, don't be duped by the world and making you think that you are missing out or that you'd be better if you were normal. Hey, look, people, <laughs> you know what I mean by that, right? Oh man, I guess there's a couple ways you could take that, but people your age that are normal, they're messed up and God has spared you from so much. So thank God for that. Thank God for that. That's a blessing. Hey, pray for James Meyer, Derek's as well, Brother James, right over here. Raise your hand, Brother James. And his, uh, yeah, his nephew, Clive, and uh, Noah, and Heather Downing's little boy has needed a kidney for a good bit. And so Brother James, his uncle, uh, matches up. And so that's going to take place, God willing, everything moving ahead on June the 26th. Is that right? The 28th. June the 28th. Will you pray for Brother James? And we pray for little Clive. Clive is how old now, Brother James? Help me out. How many? Five years old. How old? Okay, five years old. So uh, I admire anybody that's willing to donate like that. You know, I've got high regard. And so, Brother James, we're going to be praying for you. It's a big decision. It's been uh, literally a couple of years at least in the works, I know, and really tried to get everything lined out. So uh, I failed to put that on my prayer list, but certainly pray for that. Okay, Psalm 145, all right? Psalm 145 is part of our series, Stand in Awe of Him. And uh, how about we just go ahead and read this psalm? So just follow along as I do. Uh, I will extol thee, oh, I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Here's a good goal for all of us. Every day, every day will I bless thee. And I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. I like this verse. This is what we're going to look at. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts. And I will declare thy greatness. Notice the change in pronouns in verse number, 20, verse number seven they shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and sing of thy righteousness. Did you catch it? All first person pronouns in the first six verses. Remember what, you know what a pronoun is? You're graduating, right? So you got, what? <laughs> um, first person, I will, I will, my, I will. So if you will, then they will. Okay, got it? Okay, um, verse number eight. Here's, here's why we ought to praise the Lord. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord, 
The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth, he will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. What a song. I love it. Here's our title tonight, and I, I intend not to be lengthy because we are wanting to recognize the Smith family, and, and this coincides with your graduation, so he, they've helped raise you in a sense, right, too, and so it kind of goes hand in hand. Sure glad to have Brother Greg and his family here, and Miss Jackie's uh, family. That's a real blessing, but I'm, I'm calling the title of the message this tonight, Generations, Generations in Awe of Him, Generations in awe of him. Not just one generation, but generation after generation after generation in awe of him. In awe of him. Yeah, may God bless the reading of his word as you're seated. Let's think about that. One generation shall praise his works to another. Generations in awe of him. This past Thursday, we took a little bit of time as a church staff just to rejoice with Brother Greg and Miss Jackie Smith, and, and uh, you're going to see the video here in just a little bit, and we, we observed that, but also took some time for some testimonies. Miss um, Jenny Knowles, who has, uh, had served in the bus ministry for many, many years, gave testimony. Brother Sam Benzwanger uh, gave testimony, and then others uh, contributed as well, and, and I'll say more about that a little bit later on. But Brother Sam said this, Brother Benzwanger said, with emotion, uh, how much he looked forward to hearing Patch sing. Don't you love to hear Patch sing? And I, I personally think Brother Greg is, is very talented in getting the kids to sing and, and I sing out. So all of you, how many of you are in Patch right now? Let me see all the Patch kids. Just raise your hand real high. Isn't that great? Okay, yeah, all the Patch kids. That's great. How many of you all as graduates were in Patch? How many of you all were? Okay, look, see, this is where it started right here, right? How many of you were in Pee Wee? Okay, good. Oh, look at that. Wow, good number of you. That's great. Those were the good days, huh? Remember that? Um, it's one of the goals even here at Southwest that, that children would learn to praise God early, to know God early, and thus to praise Him. And I, Miss Jackie, uh, you've done a tremendous job in leading the peewee. I mean, to take four-year-olds and get them to be semi-steel for, you know... Uh, 10 minutes or so or less, maybe five to 10 minutes. That's remarkable. Miracles happen today. But she's got such a good talent at that. And, but getting those kids to sing. And, and, and uh, I'm tying all this a little bit together here tonight for us um, because uh, the efforts that Greg and Jackie Smith had made and all the others that have been involved with uh, helping children have helped a new generation to know what it is to praise the Lord. Those of you that work on the church bus, you're helping a new generation to praise the Lord. And hey, don't, don't underestimate what God might do through one of those uh, 
afternoon bus rides home and, and some of those kids go home singing those songs and they sing them all week long. And you can, ha- isn't that right? They can have an impact on those kids and they feel loved in their structure. And, and uh, for some of them, at least, maybe many of them, people are kind of in and out of their life. And uh, Brother Javi, um, Javier Duque, uh, where are you at, Brother Javi, right here, gave testimony and said, he said, uh, he said to us as bus kids growing up, he grew up uh, on, the, on bus three and, and uh, predominantly, and, and now he's overseeing the church properties here and all the lights are working. This is fantastic, Javi. You're doing a great job. And, and so anyways, but you know, for him, he said this, he said, for us as bus kids, Greg Smith, you are Southwest Baptist Church. And uh, that's quite a testimony, wasn't it? And I enjoyed the rest of the testimony, uh, Brother Javi. It's a blessing to see your mom faithfully serving the Lord and Brother Jack. I mean, what a, what a blessing. I mean, it's just, you can't quantify all this. You just can't. And uh, to see kids singing on the bus, see them singing in the gym, see them singing at camp, see them singing in the services. And then you add to that, Brother Seth and Miss Sarah, and the work that they do with the youth choir and to hear them sing. And there's a little bit of apprehension this morning. You know, as I was up there and they were getting ready to sing this song, but they did a fantastic job. You know, I, I can't imagine what it's like, you know, trying to make sure that a choir special comes together, Brother Aaron. I mean, just you do it every week. You know, I know what it's like to feel like, I wonder if the sermon's going to get off the ground or not, but you know, for a choir special to do that and all those voices, but you all did a great job. And, and brother Zach cuts in, I saw him come up today, but Zach's over here and I saw him coming up recruiting this morning, some help down in the basement and coming to the young people. And, and I told him, I think my son, Trevor, he can lead singing. So I volunteered him to, uh, to do a little bit of that. And so <laughs> anyways, but, uh, and then I learned at lunch today that Andrew Smith preached in junior high in the junior church, in the junior high church. Is that right? And, and, uh, and you know, I, where are you at really Andrew right back here. And, and we were also talking today <laughs> at lunch about some other things that Andrew did as a child. <laughs> that I won't embarrass him with public here. But there are some really good stories right there. But to see a, a child that's grown up in a godly home and grown up in a godly church, but then to see them go ahead and preach and to junior high young people, it's awesome. It's one generation praising the Lord that another generation might learn to praise him. I love it. I love it. I'm adding to this a little bit, Brother Aaron and Brother Kevin and all the work they do with the music, all the instrumentalists, Miss Alberta, 45 years this June. Is that right, Miss Alberta? Woo! (laughs) Amen! 45 years playing the piano. That is noteworthy, (laughs) pardon the pun, but that (laughs) that is significant. And still teaching children to play the piano and having recitals. That's one generation teaching the next generation to praise the Lord. Because it's got to keep going on. I sat and ate breakfast yesterday morning with uh, Brother Kevin Higginbotham and his son Parker. And uh, Parker, I think, he told me he's about to be seven if I'm, if I'm remembering that right. But, but anyways, he's also learning piano right now. And I said, well, what'd you, what'd you play at the recital? And he played uh, the B-I-B-L-E and he played Praise Him, Praise Him. And, uh, and his dad played that this morning at, in the congregational singing. So I'm sure Parker helped him a little bit. And so that's a, a blessing. One generation praising the Lord and another generation comes along and they hear them praising the Lord. 
And you add to that the work that Brother Jude does on the sound and Brother Jonathan and all the others that are part of the media and, and helping them. And I, I just got a video sent to me of a little child, probably two years old or under, I guess. And, and it was from the Wednesday night of the, of the graduation preaching conference when we had both choirs up. And this, this, little, uh, this little one was watching that and he was standing in front of his TV live stream and just standing like this, standing in awe. And then I watched him. He started doing like this right here. <laughs> under two, I'm going to say, under two, doing like that. I'm thinking, oh man, Brother Aaron's got some competition coming up. <laughs> One generation, praise the Lord, and another generation joining in the chorus. I think it was so significant that on that Wednesday night, we got to recognize Brother Floyd Sheck Snyder as the uh, Faithful for a Lifetime Award. And, and my, what a blessing. We typically do that on Tuesday at the campus, but as Brother Copes and I met about it, I, just, I knew that we needed to do that here Wednesday night because this was where Brother Floyd led and uh, helped us so much. And Brother Aaron, as a student of his, continuing to do the same. What I'm trying to capture here in just real life time is exactly the essence of Psalm 145. As David was concerned that one generation would catch it from the previous generation. And that they would learn to praise the Lord. Psalm 145 is a beautiful psalm in this sense that it's, that it's also unique. It's one of the seven psalms, if I'm remembering right, that is an acrostic psalm. It uses the Hebrew alphabet, Aleph to Tau. Uh, minus one letter in this one is unique. The letter Noon is not represented. You say, why is that? I have no idea. But there are other psalms that do the same. And of course, we all, maybe, I say we all, but not all maybe would know this, but Psalm 119, you know, it's 176 verses long. It's a really long song. I started when I was in Bible college. I thought, you know, I'm going to be ambitious. I'm going to memorize Psalm 119. I should have memorized Psalm 117. It's only got two verses. But anyway, Psalm 119 has 176 verses because of the 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Each receives eight verses each. So eight times 22, the 176. And so I got the stanza three and it all just kind of started running together on me. You know, it's a beautiful psalm. This psalm is an acrostic. So it goes like we would say A, B, C, D, you know, A. In fact, probably as kids, you learn something like this. A, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. B, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Is that right? Did you learn some of those uh, growing up? Many of you maybe did as well. Well, that's exactly what this psalm is. And it's Aleph to Tau, how, to, how important it is to praise God because of who he is. One generation shall praise his works to another generation. David was concerned that that would take place. And, and as we've already noted, in verses one through six, the pronoun is I, because it was his determination to do so. And then in verse number seven, it was they. So it goes from I to they, from I to they. Listen to what Matthew Henry said. He said this, I will express my own high thoughts of thee and endeavor to raise the like in others. They shall keep it up when I am gone in an uninter uninterrupted succession. One generation shall praise thy works to another. The generation that is going off shall tell them to that which is rising up. You know what, you know what this graduation is about? It's about uh, you're the new generation coming up here at Southwest Baptist Church. And uh, maybe some of you, I mean, I, I know uh, those of you mentioning you're going to go to Pensacola, you're going to go to different schools. So you're going to be away from us, but we're going to be praying for you while you're gone. 
And uh, we love you and, and care about you and want you to do right and serve the Lord and learn. And, and, um, and, but you are the new generation that's here at Southwest Baptist Church right now. And, and may I say here, I think you're doing a good job. We're thankful for you. I want to see you continue serving the Lord. But you've had some good examples that have gone before you. How, how do we continue to see this happen? How do we continue to see from one generation to the next generation, a new generation rising up to praise the Lord? First, it's, it's got to be this, by our example. David said, I will praise the Lord. I will extol thee. Brother Nuno this morning in the men's prayer meeting said that the word extol means this. It means to, uh, to praise with, uh, with enthusiasm. I'm not sure if I quoted him exactly, but I think you get the idea. It's to praise with enthusiasm. So it starts with our example, which means this. It means you need to have a personal relationship with God. It means that your focus needs to be on God rather than yourself. I'm saying that to all of us here. That our focus needs to be on the Lord. Wasn't it a blessing even just to read this psalm and, and be reminded the Lord is good. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is merciful to all. You know, we need to do more of that type of thinking and meditating on who, who God is and submission to God, that personal relationship, though, my God and, and O King and the consistency there. Every day, every day will I bless thee. Listen, also, I, I just like this quote by Matthew Henry here. Praising God must be our daily work. Praising God must be our daily work. No day must pass, though ever so busy a day, though ever so sorrowful a day, without praising God. Praise God every day. So it begins, number one, with our example. And then number two, if we're going to have one generation praising God to the next generation, then there's got to be some teaching about who God is. If you look back at the psalm in verses one, two, and three and, and following, you see verbs like this, extol, praise enthusiastically, bless, praise, uh, again, in verse four, praise. Verse four, declare, speak, declare. Does everybody see that? There's a lot of effort going into this. Extolling, praising, declaring, um, testifying, basically. I mean, it's, it's got to happen intentionally speaking. Well, what do we need to teach? Let me just summarize the psalm this way. Teach that the Lord is gracious. Let me speak to the graduates here, and I'm speaking to all of us as well, but, but listen, uh, graduates, you, you're going to end life, you're going to need to know that God is gracious. Because you know what? You're going to mess up. Isn't that right? I mean, it's true. We all do. But thank God that God is gracious. And, and you're going to need to know this. He's full of compassion. He's slow to anger. Don't push it. Right? Is that good admonition right there? He is slow to anger, but don't push it. Slow to anger of great mercy. He's good to all. His kingdom endures forever. Other kingdoms will rise and fall, but his kingdom endures forever. He upholds those that fall. He helps us with the burdens of life. He'll help you and provide for you when you don't know how things are gonna be, uh, come together. He's righteous and he's holy. He's close to those that need him. And at all times, he satisfies, he hears and answers prayer. He preserves his own. He's help for the inadequate. Can I get an amen right there? He's help for the inadequate. He gives food to all of his creatures. He answers prayer. He protects those that are his. I'm telling you, that comes all out of Psalm 145. 
Well, no wonder he says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And so he's commending God. He says, I, I like I like this. Listen, listen to this here just right quick. We must declare great is the Lord. His presence is infinite. His power, irresistible. His majesty, awful. His dominion, boundless. His sovereignty, incontestable. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and enjoy this all by myself. And therefore there's no dispute, but great is the Lord. And if great, then greatly to be praised with all that is within us. So number one, it's got to begin with your example. Number two, it's got to involve some teaching. But then number three, you've got to learn to praise the Lord based on your own personal experience. You basically have three generations here. And so generations can stand in awe of him when each generation does their part to praise the Lord and then inspire others to do also. Okay, so generations stand in awe of him. So um, Southwest Baptist Church is a multi-generational church. I mean, there are, there are four generation families here. I, I was gonna use the rushings here tonight. It'd be very easy, a three, you know, three generation family here. Am I thinking right about that? Three generations, well, kind of four generations with grandma. So anyways, yeah. It's a lot of generations of praise the Lord. Miss Jeannie Howard played piano here for 40 years. Miss D, is that right, your mom? About 40 years. Okay, Brother Wade Rushing, Miss D, you know, part of uh, the music here. Their son, Jay Rushing, part of the music here. And then you take the other Rushing boys here. I mean, hey, that's generations. I thought about it this way. Brother Andrew Smith graduated four years ago. Isn't that right? From high school. Yeah. Just graduated from, from Bible college. There's one generation. Now it's your turn that you've graduated from high school, Right. But hey, can I tell you something? There's another generation that watched you here tonight. Some of you have siblings. Some of you have a lot of siblings, right? Some of you, but you all have these kids that are, just raised their hand. Yeah, I'm in patch. They're all watching you. There's some junior hires watching you, some seventh and eighth graders watching you. So here's how it is. You have, you have somebody, listen now, just a minute. I'm just about done. And this is, I hope this all just comes right together right here. Somebody makes a choice. We're going to praise the Lord in our family. I'm going to praise the Lord. Well, when you make that choice, what happens then is that you become an example and you begin to teach the next generation. But then that next generation, they see that example and they hear that teaching. But watch this now, you got to get this. Then you've got to make the choice. I will praise the Lord. My grandparents praise the Lord. My parents praise the Lord. But he's still the same God to me as well. He provided for them, but he's providing for me. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. And then when you praise him, then watch this. You become an example to others and they can look at your example and hear your teaching. And then they can say, I will praise the Lord as well. And then what happens then is generation after generation after generation till there are no more generations on earth and we're all in heaven. We don't have to worry about it anymore. There is generation after generation after generation that is praising the Lord right here at Southwest Baptist Church. That's how it's supposed to work. So this applies to every one of us. Do your part. Don't leave a gap. May it never be that the generation that's coming up would not have the example. 
that they have to find the example somewhere else. And thank God that there are examples that people can find elsewhere. And I, um, there are many of you here that did not have that example that I'm talking about in your life while you were growing up. But thank God that God is gracious. And he intervened in your, <laughs> in your life. <laughs> hey, it's got to start somewhere. Thank God God reached you and he reached down into your life and now you're praising the Lord. Keep praising him. Keep praising him because it's more than just you that's at stake here. And, and, and can I say this also? Don't go to some other form of praise that doesn't honor the Lord, that sounds more like a rock concert. Don't, don't get involved in, in, in something that is confusing uh, rather than what we've been exposed to here. Why, why would we want to praise him any other way? He's the same God. He's still holy and, and holiness applies to music as well, doesn't it? And so generation after generation, so we've tried to raise, you know, uh, our families and those through Pee Wee and up through Patch and up through the youth department and into the adult choir and then into the great congregation that we all get to be a part of. Hey, we're all just part of a big choir. That's what we are. What do you think? Is that all right? We all get to praise the Lord together. But I want to thank God tonight. There's not different music going on in the youth than what's going on here. And there's not different music going on in Pee Wee and, well, I don't guess there would be, but Pee Wee and Pats and what's going on all the way through. But, but that's where generations start to get off is when suddenly there's some kind of a praise band up here and things sound different and look different because they are different. One generation ought to rise up and say, I'm going to praise him in my generation. And it's not like we're not right. I say we collect like I'm involved in writing songs. I'm not. But there are people here that write songs. I come up with themes. How's that? Does that count? And then people take it and write songs. <laughs> you say, man, we need some new songs. Well, there are new songs, but they ought not sound like they're of a different stripe. Is this making sense there? So don't be duped by the world that says, man, you're missing out. Um, you've seen some generations right here that have been through some stuff. Don't ever forget that. But now I'm excited for you because wherever you go, you get to experience this firsthand. Church, it's got to go that way, isn't it? It's got to go that way where it's not just what they experience, it's what I'm experiencing. So then I can say, I will praise the Lord because I have experienced His grace and mercy and truth in my life. And now I want to inspire that next generation to sing so that they can pick out and play, praise Him, praise Him. Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. Let's stand together here tonight. Generations standing in awe of him. How can we do that? Should we do that? Everybody agree we should? Definitely. How do we do that then? Every generation, including you, has got to do their part to praise the Lord and thus inspire the next generation to do so. Father in heaven, 
I thank you tonight for Psalm 145 and how it demonstrates how that generation to generation this is to take place. And I thank you for the Howards of Southwest Baptist Church and the Willa Holidays and the Floyd Sexniters and on and on we could go of people that have been faithful to sing and play and praise you. Not, not just in a service, but also in their life. And God, as we think about a new generation that has come to the scene and the, these young people represented here in the graduates, I pray that they too would experience you firsthand, that they would know you personally, that God is... They face the different situations of life, both in the form of trials and temptations, that they would come to you and know firsthand that you are gracious and that you give them grace to help in that time of need. And so I pray that they would make up their mind as to what kind of legacy that they want to leave behind. And I pray you'd help us to do the same. In Jesus' name.